Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. And good evening, one and all, and welcome to the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I am your host. I am your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon is heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network and Simul Radio and Simul TV. If you would like to send me an email, exxon at com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And um, I must say that this is a very important show because it was 30 years ago this very night that the Exxon first aired our very first radio show. 30 years 4,276 individual guests later, we're still here. Thanks to you, the members of the Worldwide Exxon Nation. And there is no other guest that I would like to bring on to celebrate this very first segment of our 31st year than my guest this hour, Tara Green. And Tara is a natural-born, gifted psychic who remembers her past lives from her earliest memories and she knows from experience that we are all multidimensional spiritual beings. Tara has trained with shamans, esoteric teachers, Tibetan mud Islamists, tarot and astrology teachers. Tara is an internationally known and recognized Canadian professional intuitive, tarot reader, astrologer, numerologist, woman's spirituali- uh, spirituality, dream worker, and ceremonial workshop leader. Coming to us from her home somewhere in the beautiful city of Toronto, Ontario, not that far away from us here in our broadcast center in Niagara, is our good friend Tara Green. And Tara, welcome back to the Exxon. Well, thank you so much, Rob. I'm so happy to be back. And congratulations. This is so auspicious, actually, 30 years. 30 years. Uh, wonderful to, have, you know, that you've been doing this amazing show for that long. Well, thank you very much, dear friend. For the listeners around the world who may not have had the opportunity of hearing you on the show before, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you how you got started as a, well, let's see, you're a naturally born gifted psychic. So when did you develop the skill to the point where you realized that, hey, I can help people by using my gift? 
Well, I always uh, realized, you know, I always had this realization that, that we were multidimensional. Um, and I kept meeting teachers. So people would just sort of come on my path and sort of look me in the eye and tell me these things like they were messengers. And I, I kind of understood energetically that I had to pay attention. Um, so I started meeting astrologers when I was in my 20s and uh, became fascinated. In those days, you had to do a lot of math and, and uh, to do an astrology chart was all done by hand. This was before computers. And I was totally fascinated. So I just started reading and also, I was an art student years ago. I got interested in Carl Jung and reading about symbols, and I always loved Greek mythology. And uh, I bought my first tarot deck when I was 17. And then, you know, over the years, um, I learned to be an astrologer, and I started doing astrology readings. And then someone told me about a Toronto psychologist who was using tarot as part of her therapy, and that kind of rang all the bells for me. I've been lucky, you know, literally the bells always tell me when something's going off. So I started studying with her. And by synchronicity, um, met this man. It was like a walking encyclopedia of tarot and Kabbalah and astrology and the I Ching. And I studied with him quite intensely and seriously for about a year and a half. And he was the one who told me, you're going to do this professionally. And he actually sort of threw me literally into this, okay, here, you're going to read tarot cards at this corporate event. And that was, um, you know, also for me, that was in 1991. So that's also uh, 28, 29 wow. years ago. I'm just a little bit behind you, Rob. Uh, and how long I've been a professional reader for. So, you know, I really understood that I could bring something kind of sacred uh, to people in this kind of quote-unquote profane environment. And also I could reach all kinds of people that I wouldn't normally meet. Um, so, you know, I've just developed this by working like uh, with shamans, with different healers, and doing a lot of workshops and uh, meditation and, you know, just things like that. It's just sort of come to me. It's been very kind of organic. You are one very busy person. Um, I'd like to share with our listeners that you read ta you read tea leaves, crystals, mm -hmm. and energy, and specializing in lipstick readings for major cosmetic companies like Gucci, Killian, Charlotte uh, Tilbury, Revlon, Estee Lauder, and Bite Beauty in the U.S. and Canada. What is a lipstick reading? <laughs> well, you know, it's like it's kind of like a palm reading. You know, if there's lines on your palm there's right. also your lips and those change actually quite a lot because you know your mouth is is more intimately connected with your internal uh the inside of your body so women apply lipstick usually these are done at launches uh by beauty hired me actually it was two years ago uh this week um they were launching an astrology line of lipstick they asked me to consult about the signs they flew me to new york to read at their uh Bite Beauty, they have a lab in New York. So the women would apply these lipsticks and then they kiss a blotter mm -hmm. and I read the impression of their lips. And it's like pretty wild what you can see uh, in a lipstick print. And it's extremely fun. I mean, I see like letters and scenes and, sure. you know, I never know what's going to come up because each one is different. It's just like a fingerprint. Each lip print is different. And even for each person, that will change over time. So it's like a really amazing psychic kind of an interface. Now, I also know that you teach at the world-famous uh, Grail Springs Wellness Retreat Center. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. Oh, well, the Grail Springs in itself is one of my favorite places to go. It's a beautiful uh, center up in Bancroft, Ontario. The woman who runs it, Madeline Marintet, uh, has had this also for about 25, 26 years. There's 100 acres because that right. area is the crystal, um, crystal, you know, the largest accumulation of crystals. It's like the mineral capital of Canada. 
you get, you know, everybody's into crystal healing and you know, move to Crystal Beach. Do you know what I mean? Crystals are a big yeah. thing. So the land itself exudes this incredible energy. And, you know, Madeline's been a kind of a forefront runner. She's She's been all organic and plant-based food and she has gourmet chefs working there. And people come to cleanse from all over the world. They cleanse, they have meditation, yoga. She has spiritual teachers who come. And so, you know, I come and I do workshops there. And she also does this... Um, thing called the grail lady fair and there's another one happening this summer it happens every couple of years now and you know hundreds of women come so it's just a really beautiful place i love to go there i love the women that i meet there i mean men come too but it largely attracts a um, you know a large component of, of women and people in transition so people go there you know to detox to take some time out to kind of rethink their lives and you know i'm kind of there i do readings and i consult for people and i teach about tarot and dream work and the astrology, whatever's going on in the skies, I usually choose a time that I can focus in on bringing in those energies. Tara, have you found over the years of, of doing uh, the work that you do that more and more men are actually seeking your services? Um, why I'm asking you this is because I've noticed over the years that more and more men are showing an interest, at least on this show, when it comes to astrology, when it comes to tarot, when it comes to I Ching, when it comes to any of the divination arts. Um, yeah, I think there is more, but I think there was always, you know, a lot of male practitioners. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it seemed that way also because, uh, you know, maybe, you know, it was, women weren't allowed to do this. You know, originally, I believe all the shamans were women. Mm -hmm. um, I think men are, you know, there's a lot of male astrologers. Now there seems to be more women getting into it. Uh, you know, men right. doing crystal healings and shamanic work. And, you know, I think it's kind of evening out. You know, I think the men themselves are opening up. Mm -hmm. You know, they are finding that their lives may not be, you know, worthwhile or they're going through changes. And you see it in the media these days, you know, a lot more. So it seems a lot more acceptable. You know, I always wanted to work against that, you know, gypsy uh, flashing neon sight storefront sure. window as a tarot reader, you know. Um, so yes, uh, whoever feels called that they need to find some tools or some means to get insight into themselves, you sometimes you do need someone objective to help you, you know, to guide you. I mean, really, that's what uh, in my book, a good tarot reader uh, or a psychic does these days. You know, it, in in my opinion, it's nice to see men finally getting rid of that macho uh, attitude that they've had, and actually, you know, wear their hearts on their sleeves where women do. And, you know, saying, look, you know, we're not these macho guys. You know what? We, too, have our issues, and we, too, at times need help. So, Tara, I am so glad that you're with us tonight. And XO Nation, if you'd like to find out more about my guest this hour, the one and only Tara Green. She is in Toronto, Ontario. Her website is www.tarataro.com. And she also has a blog site infinitynow.wordpress.com on Instagram Tara Green Taro and on Twitter at Sixth Sense Moment Tara and I will return on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada if you'd like to send me an email, exxon.exxonradiotv.com and check out all the great programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, XZBN. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. 
This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. .net. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, the nice part about working this show uh, from 10 o'clock until 2 o'clock in the morning is that you can get up early in the morning or sleep in. However, this week, you know, you, we've got the, the impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump. And, you know, I, I can recall, let me see, O.J. Simpson way back when. Remember that, Tara? The mm-hmm. trial of O.J. Simpson? Yeah, I, I, that, back then... My favorite cereal was Captain Crunch and Orange Juice. <laughs> then, we, let me see, we had the, um, what was it? The impeachment of Bill Clinton also mm-hmm. was in that area. Yeah. And it was Captain Crunch and Chocolate Milk. Mm-hmm. And now, you know what? I'm a little older, so it's going to be chicken salad sandwiches on rye. Watching the impeachment of Donald J. Trump, but I am personally, Tara. I don't think that President Trump is going to be impeached. I think that because the U.S. Senate holds the majority of seats, uh, the Republicans, I should say, hold the majority of seats in the Senate, that he will not be found guilty. Now, as an astrologer, as a psychic, Tara, what what do you see for twenty twenty? Sorry, Rob. You know your your signal's cutting out. Are you hearing that, or is it just is just me? It it must be the hamsters who are bringing the message to Toronto. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so, as an astrologer, well, as you can see, twenty twenty already started out with a lot of surprises, yep. and that is par for the course. So, as an astrologer, um, it, actually, it was just a week ago on January the twelfth. 2020, these two planets, Saturn, that ringed planet, Mm -hmm. in astrology, each planet symbolizes uh, many different functions. So Saturn represents history and limitations and obstacles, endings, karma, uh, represents the patriarchy. Uh, And Pluto, which is still a planet in Mm -hmm. astrology, uh, represents death and rebirth and toxic things and recycling. So these two planets only come together once every 34 to 38 years. 
Um, and so, you know, the whole thing with Prince Harry that just came down in the last few days, yeah. that's very much in line, <clears throat> excuse me, with, sure. um, you know, that sense of endings that, that the old structures are not going to hold, that things that are not advancing or moving forward, you know, that's the end of them. So in effect, you know, I would say that, you know, Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle are kind of embodying these archetypes. And, you know, whereas the, the, the common girl turns the prince back into a common person, do you know what I mean? Like that old fairy tale is, is just changed. You know, they're living archetypes. So, you know, all along the line, this is going to be the name of the game, you know, that the plutocracy, that's Pluto plutocracy uh, is going to change. But there's also a big fight because they want to hold on. So we're going to see this incredible pressure between the old boys club that wants to hold on and this kind of urge for evolution, you know, which is a natural thing. Um, so I think, you know, at the end of this year, though, I mean, it's going to be a year of a lot of um, political change. Um, I think we're moving into a, in a much more positive state. In fact, more uh, countries wanting to get along and listening to each other. And we, that's very different than we've seen in the past. Mm -hmm. And then on December 21st, which is at the winter solstice 2020, a brand new 20 year cycle starts because these planets, uh, Jupiter, the planet of expansion and opportunity, and Saturn meet once every 20 years. So the last time they met, it was in Taurus in 2000. That was the Y2K, uh, the beginning of that financial kind of crisis. But there's right. another one coming at the end of this year in Aquarius. Now, Aquarius is the sign of technology, higher consciousness. Everybody has the same rights, the end of hierarchical thinking mm -hmm. and structures and also robots and all that stuff that we already know is coming. But it's going to come in big time. Um, so... Really, you know, that was also the last time they met before a big global financial crisis. I think there is going to be one, even though the stock market's right now at an all-time high. Uh, the whole money, uh, basis of money can change radically. Uh, again, uh, new technologies, cryptocurrencies, all of that's going to come in in a new way. Not necessarily Bitcoin, but definitely it's here to stay. So I would say... You know, it's going to be chaotic. I do believe there is going to be a civil war uh, in the States one way or the other. It's coming. Uh, whether, you know, Trump wins or not, uh, the other side is going to be unhappy. Yes. And, um, you know, I just think things are coming to a head. Things have become too polarized. Um, and, you know, it's so easy to ignite people. You must notice that in the news. You know what I mean? You say sure one do. thing and people yeah. automatically take this oppositional side, you know. So that's because that power struggle is coming to a head, you know. So, you, you know, I, I, I remember growing up that the news used to be neutral, but <clears throat> right. now it seems that the different media centers are take some are for the left, some are for the right. And mm -hmm. nobody is doing what I call reporting the news anymore. It's more like an editorial session than it is a newscast. Right. And I think there was a recent poll that most people don't trust the mainstream media yeah. anymore either. You know, so it's like you don't really know what to trust. So I think it's really important that people have their own sense of a mm -hmm. spiritual center so they can you know, really feel for themselves what's really going on. You know, and things are going to be really in this kind of hazy fake news, um, you know, the thing until like 2024. And, and I believe that's based on astrology as well. Uh, it's based on this outer planet Neptune. Uh, Neptune rules everything that's ephemeral, fake news, oil, addictions, you know, the whole opioid crisis, mm -hmm. um, you know, illusions, delusions, projections, yoga, you know, it has a whole list of things. Um, and so Neptune's been in Pisces since 2011. It's going to be there until 2025. So that's a long time. 
Um, and things might get more and more delusional and confusing. And so Neptune is also spirituality. So every person has to have their own connection to their own higher self to stay really centered, really grounded, because also the outer planets are going to change sign in the next, you know, in the middle of the uh, this decade. And so things are going to look really different, like by 2022 and then 24, 25, these outer planets change element. And so we're going to move into more air element, which is more mental, more detached, not so emotional, not so it is still polarized in a way, but not emotionally. You know, people are very emotional right now. Exxon Nation, my guest this hour is Tara Green, and uh, Tara is in Toronto, Ontario, just up the road from us on the QEW, about an hour and a half away in Toronto. And if you'd like to get more information about Tara, visit her website at www.tarataro.com. Tara, we touched on it very lightly, but what do you see for the 2020 election? What do you think will happen? Well, it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense right now. I do feel like Trump is going to be reelected, mm -hmm. and I'm not a Trump fan, although I have to say I can see objectively. Now, this is the whole thing. People cannot be objective and hold this kind of opposition of these two sides, which right. is what you know, psychologist Carl Jung said you really have to do is be able to hold that tension and mm -hmm. say, okay, this side is right, this side is right too. You know, I can see there's both. That's like liberty and that's like justice. Yeah. So, but whoever wins, let's just put it that way, Whoever wins, it's going to trigger a civil war in the States. That's really? that's all I'm wow. saying. I feel like things are so inflamed right now, you know, so it's going to be pretty tense. Um, you know, they, you can't usually fight with a, an economy doing really well. And the U.S. Mm -hmm. is, is, you know, higher than it ever has, you know, and though, you know, money usually talks. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't believe Trump is going to be impeached. I, I, you know, I think it's just going to be all thrown out. It's been a big waste of time, actually. Yeah. Um, I think the Democratic Party really needs to get clear on some clear policies and, and get strong, you know. I, I agree with you 100% on that, Tara. Um, and I think that it's unfortunate when the so-called media, and once again, having, having been part of this, what I consider to be wonderful profession over the years, known not only as the host of the Exxon radio show and TV show, but also being the executive producer for a number of radio stations, that the integrity that so many people in the industry have, you know, have been proud to transmit to their listeners, their viewers, and the readers, has gone by the wayside because of the old, because of the new way of thinking that if it don't bleed, it don't lead. And let's face it, folks, when it comes to the media and advertising, you know, they're hand in hand. So mm -hmm. where, where, in your opinion, Tyra, will the good people listening to us tonight be able to get the truth? Well, again, I think, well, I think there are alternatives out there. Like a lot of people don't trust Facebook mm -hmm. anymore. I think Facebook is going to go down, yeah. actually. Um, I think that as we're moving, you'll see at the end of this uh, year, again, when this these planets enter Aquarius, Aquarius is about higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, if your consciousness is at a low level, whereas you're kind of, you know, whatever people tell you, you listen to, you know what I mean? Like you're not very conscious. It's like suddenly I do see that more and more people are waking up and, you know, they're they're really aware of what's going on, where I think at one point they did trust the media and they were they did, you know, 
whatever they were fed, they bought and people yeah. are now questioning it. And I think they have to go deeper and deeper into that. Um, I think you have to question everything, actually. And there are alternatives. There is alternatives to Google and those search engines and things like that. And then you have to decide because a lot of it is also then you're getting too much like, you know, uh, people that are into all kinds of weird you know, conspiracy theories and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You really have to figure out for yourself. This is what I'm saying. The real uh, important thing for me is you have to start meditating. You have to start listening to your unconscious. You have to start being more conscious. You have to start looking at things and asking, you know, what is this really all about? Where is this coming from? What is the chain supply of events? You know, now somebody was telling me, you know, um, if they're not drinking dairy milk anymore, people are into drinking almond milk, but almond milk is really uses up too many resources and it's killing bees and things like that. All right, Tara, please stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. And Nation, our guest this hour from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, is Tara, Tara, Tara Green. Her website is www.tarataro.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul TV, from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. I'm Rob McConnell, don't go. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Boy. And welcome back, one and all. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. And um, if you'd like to send us an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And to find out about all the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net and for the X-Zone TV channel on Simul TV, www.simultv.com. Tara Green is my very special guest. I've had the pleasure of knowing Tara a number of years. And uh, Tara is in Ontario, uh, Toronto, Ontario. And for more information about Tara, if you'd like to contact Tara for a one-on-one -on -one private consultation, her website is www.tarataro.com. And Tara, before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about the 2020 election. And uh, how does 2020 to 2013 fit into what astrologers and psychics look into? Oh, you mean 20, 2020 to 2023? Is that what you meant, Rob? Uh, 
yes, it you is. You said 2013. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just that there's major, these outer planets, what they're referred to as transpersonal planets because they rule generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, they change signs. And there's a really wonderful book called Cosmos and Psyche written by an astrologer named Richard Tarnas where he explains how these outer planets, when they meet, uh, over 500 years, how they're correlated to events. And so that's what astrologers use. It's all about predicting events based on past cycles, actually, because they tend to repeat. Mm-hmm. So, for example, since 2018, uh, the planet Uranus, which is the planet of revolution and freedom and new technology, uh, is in the sign of Taurus, an Earth sign, a sign of values. It rules money, uh, the bull market, you know. Um, it's going to be in this sign till 2025-2026 and so that brings in a whole new change in terms of resources and you can see people are talking about limited resources and you know that would be like bringing in new technology, new inventions to kind of heal the earth, to take care of the garbage, you know, to try and regulate food supplies. I think that's going to be a big issue. I think there's going to be some failures of food supplies coming up in the next few years and then the big thing really is for the U.S. is When the U.S. was founded in 1776, Pluto uh, will return to where it was on July the 4th, 1776 in 2022. So that's like a reset cycle. It's like the U.S. is now back to ground zero where it was when the founding fathers created what the U.S. stood for. So all of that's going to be kind of up for grabs. Okay, so that's a very important point. Okay, and what happens in America, you know, affects the rest of the world. Um, again, these outer planets, Neptune will change sign and enter Aries, a fire sign, uh, in 225-26. So that's a new beginning. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like instant healing, very much spiritual healing, people acting from spiritual knowledge. Like I, I keep thinking, you know, this whole thing about fake news, I can't wait till Neptune leaves Pisces, which is the sign that it governs, When because we're going to get more and more into the fog and the confusion until then. And then it'll be like this giant cosmic you know, cold shower uh, where everybody wakes up and goes, oh, my God, what have we been doing for the last 14 years? Um, You know, it's that kind of thing. It's like there's a big shift in consciousness. You know, when you look back in history and you see, for example, these planets Uranus and Pluto when they came together in the mid-60s, that's what created the sex, drugs, rock and roll. You know, the Beatles were the archetypal leaders of that. You know, you look back in history and go, okay, we're playing with these very powerful planets and what they symbolize you know so you know climate change is going to be a huge issue um you know dealing with the environment you know those horrible fires that are going on in australia and you know this extreme cold in places where it doesn't usually snow and so you know these were all predicted years ago they were native prophecies Mm -hmm. you know they called them earth changes back then you know earthquakes and um, you know, more earthquakes. And I think the big one, it can come, you know, actually, there's going to be a major earthquake, I believe, could be later this year. Um, you know, uh, uh, that some people are saying, you know, Yellowstone, if that blows up, that's a big deal, you know. So all of these things are very likely because we're kind of going through these seismic changes in terms of the way uh, the planets are affecting us, you know. And then this Pluto enters Aquarius in uh, 2024. So again, we're going into this symbol of air, the element of air, um, and these new planets coming together now in in Aquarius, which is an air sign, hasn't happened in 800 years. So you'd have to go back and look at, okay, what was happening in the 1200s, you know, the Crusades, you know, so this Mm -hmm. is like a higher level of the Crusades. It can be a reformation in terms of Islam. They never really had that. Um, you know, so you'd have to really go back and study what's happened before 
to predict, you know, what's going to come in the future, you know, and so there's going to be a lot of change. So change is the name of the game. You know, it's like people need to become aware that we're, you know, there's 7 billion people on this tiny little planet. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people will go out looking to move to Mars when Neptune enters Aries, which is ruled by the planet Mars. So a lot of people will, you know, be moving to Mars and, you know, having, you know, they have the technology now to, you know, create buildings and, Mm -hmm. you know, all kinds of things. That's even going to get faster and faster, you know. So I just think it's going to look like, you know, I think, do you remember in the 60s or the 70s when they predicted we'd all be flying around in cars? Oh, sure, yeah, the chances. You know, I think it it really will get to be that way. It's just going to go faster. But, you know, Tara, over the years, especially the last uh, 10 years, the... The women's movement trying to get equality has been front and center of of social media. And will women actually achieve equality? Yeah, I believe they will. I mean, I really think that if you look at these symbols, like I mentioned, the symbol Mm -hmm. of this uh, Saturn, the planet Saturn, it's the father time, the father uh, and Pluto, you know, this is all the end of the patriarchy. You know, I think, you know, women are totally getting more and more empowered. I think they finally did convict uh, Harvey Weinstein of rape today. He's probably going to go to jail. Good for um, him. You know, like all of these yeah. sex predators, all of that, the dirt, the mm-hmm. the dirty laundry, the horrible, you know, child trafficking and organ trafficking stuff that goes on. People are realizing, you know, I mean, it's always been there. It's kind yeah. of gotten worse. but. People are going to lobby big time to change that, you know, and I do believe that women will get equality. You know, I think that that's happening as we fit the, the year 2000. So, I, I, you know, when people's consciousness is being raised and, and the, the technology is helping to do that. You know? In, you know, it upsets me to to no end to hear the stories that so many women ha- have told about the abuse that they have taken the sexual advantage that men have taken upon them it's 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 disgusting it in my opinion it is so disgusting because women should never have been in my opinion any less than equal to men absolutely you know and you know, that's something that they, you know, when the Old Testament was mm-hmm. created, that's, I believe, what it was precisely created for, which was to control yeah. women and put them down. So, you know, that's embedded in, so embedded in the consciousness in a, a million ways, you know, even to think of things as being dark or negative yeah. or women being related to things like that taboo, you know, there, you know, that's, it's, it's going to take time for that all to be, you know, removed, but you know, everybody will be happier. The men are suffering too. I, I mean, they have the power, but they're still kind of in change in these roles of what the patriarchy expects them to do. And, and then know, when you say... Yeah, we were talking about that in the beginning. You know, and then when you say based about what was said in the Bible, you know, the suppression of women, what does that tell us about religion? Is it time that we actually took a look at religion as whether or not the religion of the older olden days actually fits into the sociological aspects of today. Well, yeah, and that's also what, you know, Neptune in, in astrology yeah. is the planet that rules spirituality and religion, and I yeah. believe that will, actually, as Neptune moves into Aries, because that's a new beginning, it will, you know, it won't be relevant, you know, yeah. to a lot of people. You know, I mean, it's still relative to, to some, but I think, yeah, it'll all be questioned. I think people will, again, wake up and see that they are, you know, 
what your consciousness is. You know, this is part of like in the tarot, you know, your consciousness is your magic wand. This is what you you create your reality or at least co-create it. I do believe, of course, that there is a, a higher power, or the great mystery, mm-hmm. um, you know, the goddess, uh, however you want to refer to it um, out there, you know, beyond what we can really conceive. But we can certainly connect with it and we are part of it, you know. Uh, in this dimension so but not to be you know constricted by have to follow these rules and beyond what's um, you know moral or ethical you know what I mean what what how would you how do you respect someone else how do you respect the earth you know how do you respect yourself we need you know? a serious we need a serious wake-up call and I think that oh, yeah. mother earth is going to do it very shortly like you and I were talking earlier about the 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 volcanic activity that is happening the uh, let me see, earlier, when was it, last week, Craig, they were finding pools of hot water in the Pacific where millions of birds were found dead. Hmm. And, you know, and, and then what is happening with Malaysia? Malaysia is saying, hey, we don't want your garbage anymore. You guys brought this on yourself. You take mm-hmm. care of your own garbage. And it seems like people are saying enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, you know, when they see those Mm. horrible pools of garbage in the Pacific, I mean, some kid 18 years old invented a machine to take care of it. The problem is the big corporations run everything. And that's where people should be aiming their energy. I mean, individuals can do something, but it's really they've created the problem. Like, you know, plastic water bottles is one of the worst things. Well, go after Nestle's, you know, go after Coca-Cola. They're the ones who are responsible. Don't buy their products. You know what I mean? Uh, I sure do. And Tara, please yeah. stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Okay. And Dexter Nation, if you'd like to find out more about our good friend Tara Taro, her real name is Tara Green. Her website is www.tarotaro.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in beautiful Niagara, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And Tara and I will be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Exonation Tara Green is our very special guest this hour, www.tarataro.com. First of all, Tara, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Always a great pleasure having us, you know, share with you the Exonation. And um, can, can people give you a call to, uh, to arrange a one-on-one consultation with you, or what's the best way to do it? Uh, yeah, they can call me. Uh, you know, you can call me on my cell phone. Uh, uh, usually I, I respond quicker to text or you can email me is the best way actually as all right. well. All right. So if you'd like to contact uh, Tara on her cell phone explanation, it's area code 416-230-5347. And of course, visit her website first. It's a great website, a lot of information. And once you read the website, you'll understand and appreciate why we here at the Exxon feel so so privileged to have Tara as one of our friends at www.tarotaro.com. You know, we've been talking a lot about the year 2020, the year 2030, but let's get just 
back to the basics. Like, why do you think astrology is getting so popular with millennials? Well, excuse me. Uh, Well, of course, the Internet is out there and you can learn, you know, from a master astrologer on the Internet. You know, in the old days, that wouldn't happen. I think people are trying to find something that's meaningful. I think it's for young people dating. You can sort of quickly type people through astrology. I mean, there is a lot of Mm -hmm. kind of astrology memes and stuff like that. But it's kind of, you know, replaced therapy in a way, um, in a lot of senses. And um, it's just, it's just, you know, it's going through a renaissance. And that's also, you could say that's due to the astrological cycles themselves. But the interesting thing I find is that these millennials are going back and they're studying traditional astrology using techniques that are 2,000 years old. Um, because a lot of these old books in Greek and Latin were never translated until recently. And so they consider kind of modern astrology to be kind of not as serious. So it's very interesting. There's like actually even a dichotomy in terms of the types of astrology that people use. Um, But definitely I think it's a good thing. Um, I think people are learning about what astrology really can do. And it's an ancient science going back to India. It's 8,000 years old. It is a legal science in India. So almost a billion people see it as a science, you know, whereas I know astronomers hate astrologers and they go on about the 13th sign, which is not true because uh, they don't really understand how astrology works anymore. But I think it's a wonderful thing because astrology can be really, really help you to understand yourself, uh, your relationships, your career. Uh, you can use it for health. That's a very ancient technique as well. So I think it's not just, you know, the sun sign stuff in the newspapers just was designed in the 30s to sell newspapers. That's not really what astrology is all about. And people kind of know you're way more than just your sun sign. Now, you're known as Tyra Tarot. How Mm -hmm. do tarot cards work, Tyra, compared to astrological charts? Well, tarot cards are more personal Mm -hmm. because, you know, you ask from your own higher self, or at least that's the way I work with the cards. They are archetypes. Mm -hmm. They are stages. uh, towards enlightenment. You know, I really feel like if you're on a desert island and you needed one thing, I would have a deck of tarot cards. So really, when I work with them, it helps you to tap into your own unconscious, your higher self, and the cards are mirroring what you need to learn, what you need to know. And so they're very, very effective, and the cards will always tell the truth. You may not like it. Uh, You may not like what they're saying. You know, that's the thing about you can't really read for yourself. You really need someone who's objective, and that was the tradition of always going to a tarot reader, uh, so hopefully, you know, they were ethical and honest, and they were just going to mirror back what you need to know, and sometimes it's not just about fortune telling these days, it's more about really learning to understand yourself, uh, and it's a very spiritual tool, that's what it was, I believe, originally intended for. So would you also say that tarot cards, astrology, can also work with someone's dream patterns if they were to use uh, all three in one are, are dreams totally separate from astrology and tarot cards. Um, I was well. I mean, dreams are your unconscious. I would say the tarot cards can mirror or help you to understand a dream. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they're they're visual as well. Like dreams are visual. You know, and spirit often speaks in puns. Right. Um, through astrology cycles, I would say, like I tell people, every time the moon is in the sign of Pisces, which is the sign of dreams that your dreams are going to be stronger. And I am on Twitter, so I, you know, kind of put these things out. Oh, the moon's in Pisces, the moon's in a water sign even. Uh, You're going to be more open, more sensitive, more psychic, more empathic. And, you know, this is borne out, you know. So in a way, I would say you could use both of them, you know, to work with your dreams. 
Is it easy for someone to understand the meaning of a dream? For example, I know that there are many, many, many dream books out there. But do those dream books actually work, or does a person's dream have some significance that will not be reflected in a dream book? <clears throat> well, I think that, you know, dreams are so complex, and mm. there is, you know, a sort of general archetypal dreams, but I think you really have to learn to, to write them down, to record them, to work with them yourselves, to watch your own dream patterns, because the gods and goddesses is an ancient belief, because people used to get healed mm -hmm. from dreams. They would go to these temples called Asclepions, and you would, if you were ill, and you'd stay there until you were healed through a dream. Um, so I believe that you have to, you have your own symbols. There's archetypal universal symbols. Uh, you know, you would have to read Carl Jung and things like that. But you really want to, you know, when you have a dream, sometimes, you know, I watched that TV show and then I had that dream. So, yeah. you know, that was directly, <clears throat> excuse me, your unconscious, you know, kind of recycling that material. But other times you dream about somebody you haven't seen in 20 years. You know, why is that person suddenly appearing in my dreams? Or especially dreaming about people who've passed on. I mean, to me, that's usually... You know, people who've passed on appearing in your dreams is usually the most kind of sign that they are still there. They're still real. They can talk to you through the dreams because you're you're open. You know, you're not tied to your physical body when your psyche is awake in your dreams. So, you know, I think you have to do it yourself. You can look at those books, but really, um, you know, you can use the tarot as a mirror to help you understand them. But really, it's a process uh, to help you to kind of, you know, really work through your own dreams. You know, something else that I've heard a lot of these days, Tara, is uh, people who are energy vampires. Mm -hmm. How can somebody protect themselves against somebody else taking their energy away from them like these energy vampires do? Well, I think people need to become more aware of this, but the best thing is I um, usually tell people to project in front of you everybody is usually fairly visual if you're not visual you can do it in a tactile sense you would imagine that there's a white light yeah in front of you you can mm -hmm. kind of reach out your arms in front of you and i always tell people to work with the four archangels the four, four maker major archangels like the angel michael he has a big sword of protection in the east and you always move clockwise so you imagine this circle of white light and you invite each angel to come into that circle so Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, Ariel, and you draw this circle around you. You can, again, put your hands out until you feel like it's quite solid. And then you state your intention that you allow only positive, loving energies and entities into your circle. Okay. Now, you may have to keep doing it all the time if you're not used to this. Now, it's not that you still won't feel things, but you definitely have stated an intention that you don't allow negative entities in or things that are not yours. You know, we tend to feel empathetic or sorry and pick up other people's uh, energies and we, but you don't want them to like you know just suck off you you know and and deplete your your own positive energy. My final question for you tonight, my friend, is how can people stay positive in such a chaotic world? Yeah, again, I think it's you have to have a little practice every day. It doesn't have to be complex. It's just mm -hmm. a realization that you are connected to you know, your higher self, which you could see as a kind of a big, like a sun, a little mini sun or a gold ball or an angel over your head, but a foot above your head. And you stay constantly connected to that and to the earth. It's very important to stay grounded, especially with all this AI and this new technology. It is actually disturbs our electromagnetic frequency. So it is about being awake. It is about being mindful 
um, to stay positive and where are you coming from? Again, in learning to trust your own inner authority. Now, Tara, are you going to be giving any classes or lectures in the very near future in Toronto? Um, I am, and really I would advise you to go to my website and stay tuned for that. I am going to be part of this uh, Grail Lady Fair in July at the Grail Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other things that I'm planning. I'm going to take a spiritual trip to Sedona in October that cool. I'm just sort of uh, putting the finishing touches on. I'm releasing a book of full moon meditations and I'm finishing a book that I've been working on. So I would just say stay tuned uh, to, to me on social media to find out when those are happening. Tara, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. Always a great pleasure having you here on the show. I appreciate all the great work you do. But let our listeners know how they can find out more about you. Okay, thank you so much, Rob. I'm really honored to be here. Again, I think the best way is to check me out on my website at terratero.com, Twitter, on my blog. I usually write pretty much every day on my blog. So just... Stay tuned. I'm on Facebook. The stuff goes up on Facebook. I'm a big new media person. Um, And just contact me. You know, uh, you want to have a private reading. I do phone readings as well. I don't have to meet with people in person. So, um, yes, and my job is here to serve people, to help them to become enlightened. Tara, to you and yours, the very best of the new year. And please join us again soon here in the Exxon because our listeners love you. All right. Thank you so much, Rob. And I want to wish everybody the best blessings for uh, 2020, it's a master year, master number year, 22. Um, that's about staying connected to your higher self. Tara Tara has been our guest this hour. Her name is Tara Green. Her website is www.tarotaro.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.